When the world turns against you, what hope can there be? Welcome to the season finale of Fate and Fortune. I am Danny, your Fate Master, and our fated today are... Jed, as Julius Ignis, Matt, playing Sapper Carlson, and Nate, as Owen Gunn. Whether our cast meet their untimely fate, or hold enough fortune to survive, we do hope you enjoy the conclusion of our first arc. Nate was a bit quiet during this part as his son was struggling to sleep. So please excuse the audio taking a dip on his parts here. Blame his kid, I don't know. When last we saw the fated, they had gained their bearings in the void between two worlds. The air a biting lack of heat, charged by the billowing winds passing through either end of the great breach. The four had met a convict who had survived the initial impact that beached them, but Irwin's clumsy fumbling of his control collar led to an explosive end to that story. The explosion did more than that, however. It seems to have caused a stirring within the void. The sickeningly large denizen of the breach has now slid between themselves and the exit to Earth, its black and white bands eclipsing the colours spilling from the portal, dimming its glow enough to see a second on the horizon. With seemingly no way to go but forwards, they must step toward the light. The banded monster that you've just seen is one of the Breach's denizens. It doesn't seem to have noticed you. It might be that you're just a little too small for it to consider dinner, but it has covered the way back. And it seems to be, from what you can tell by the scraping sounds behind you, rummaging through the wreckage. I think we should go a bit quicker. <laughs> what is that? So the railroad is dry enough to produce a soft crunch at your steps, despite the cold humidity of the air, which seems to stick and dampen your clothing, keeping you quite chill. So, uh, just to make, make this clear, so the creature is behind us? Yes, yes, the creature is yes. behind you. It's at, it's at the opening that you came through. Okay. Um, just, does it seem to be like an obvious way to go, Danny? Or is it just like wasteland? Or As you, you kind of look to your sides, you notice that there is an edge to the land that you're stepping on. While there is clearly normal gravity for you here, around you you can see floating islands moving about in any direction, so it seems that there, there are different gravities occurring. But from what you can see, the, the the path that you're on is kind of held together mostly by the railroad itself. Not to not to be that guy, but I am literally railroading you. Okay. 
should we should we just continue on a bit quicker? Sapper, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel like the uh, the railroad is the way to go. Okay, let's go. So the way you're going at the moment, you are going into complete darkness as you're moving further and further away from where the breach was. Fires that you had seen in the wreckage are starting to be extinguished by whatever this creature is. Oh no. Where, where do you think we're going? Where do you think? Can I can I take a... Uh, do I have any knowledge of the uh, what's on the other side? I mean, all, all of you will have a general awareness that on the other side lies the land of Malfo. Yeah, like, uh, so the towns, the first town that you meet when you go out of there, that more specific stuff. The first town is the city, true, to be honest. The breach on that side is pretty close to Malfo City. You don't typically hear of many other cities on Earth for, from the other side. You're aware that there probably are some more. You've heard that they, the Guild have set up contract towns to mine soul okay. stones, but none that you would recognise by name. Yeah, I think Julius would have heard about just a city and then some mines around there, but that's about it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so oh, I hope it's not long until we get to the city, at least. Sapper, what do you think? What, what, what should we do once we, if we get there? I mean, I've, I found some script. I mean, a, a bed for a night would be a good start. And <sighs> don't forget, Thomas pops up, Dahlia has set up a contact for us. I'm sure they'd still be willing to take us in, possibly. Oh, Dahlia, my love. Oh. <laughs> I almost forgot about her. Well, no, of course I never did, you know. But, oh, oh, Thomas, you're going to make me cry again. No, come on, let's... But that's good. Has she got relatives here? Family? Um, she didn't really talk to me about that too much. I, I just know that there is a contact. Oh, I could ask her for for that. I was like her husband, and I saw her fly into the ocean. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> Thomas almost seems a little bit... In fact, I'll, I'll let you do a scrutiny check. Okay, uh, here we go. A twelve. Twelve. Yeah, you you recognise that he's a bit hurt because he's known her for quite a number of months now, and you you've known her for one night, and are claiming to be much closer to her than he is. I, you know, it's not a competition, Thomas. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't say anything about it. He just seems a bit upset. It's all. So it's a lot of reading, though, from that, <laughs> just from a screw. So as, you, as you're going, you, you stop being able to see each other and the floor beneath you. Uh, are you still there? Oh, Wayne, where are you? What? Where? Where are you guys? Okay, I can't see you. I'm just going to assume you're still about. I, I want to make a light, a fire, but... Did did we hear something over there? Can I make a? Can I try and make a hear check to see if there's anything out there again, like another creature? Yeah. So I'll give you a notice check, but this is going to be a double negative because you can't see. Okay. There we go. I'm treating you as if you are blind. A thirteen and a one. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. no. <laughs> uh, no, you can't tell. You you hear echoes around you of. Of movement, but you 
there's so few sounds here that most of the sound you can hear is from your own feet. And okay. like I say, you can't see anything at all. Uh, Owen's going to just draw his pistol out of concern. Can I do a flare? Maybe <laughs> just like shoot some fire off into the distance? Hopefully not in, in the direction of anyone. I'm going to try and shoot where I think is up. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, cast a spell and we'll see what happens. There we go. <laughs> Ten of tomes on top of six, sixteen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to make that hit anyone. That's that's pretty decent actually. So that flare is lighting up the way, and, and as you fire it, it lingers around your vision for, for a fair bit. You do see some wooden planks around you. The whatever the creature is, you can't see any evidence that it's following you. Okay. So are we in like an? In, so there's a portal in front of us. Sorry, and there's a portal behind us. Yes, the one the one in front of you is isn't in view yet, but you can see a glow that is the exact same coloration as the previous one. Okay, now, come on, we're not far away, then, I guess. Uh, as uh, Sapo, what do you think? Uh, I mean, we're not far, would you say? It, it would appear not. I mean, I think we should just carry on. I mean, if the option is going back to that thing or. Or carry it on. I'm all for carrying on. Yeah, I suppose. You always make reasons, Sapper. Who's leading the group, by the way, as we're walking? Uh, probably me, as I started the the journey for us. Wonderful. Well, please, can you make a centering check for notice? Oh, that's eight. Eight total. As you bring your foot down to step on the floor, you quickly notice that the floor is not there, and you have to sweep mm. your leg to the side very quickly uh, to catch on another piece of dirt. Oh, um, perhaps slightly less than ideal. Um, gents, uh, best be careful. The ground is not. Is it's not? What? The ground. Oh. The ground simply is not. The ground is not. <laughs> yeah. So um, just be careful where you put your feet because the ground might not. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So as you're all kind of tapping around with your feet, you notice that there is actually just a complete cut off of the ground ahead of you. The, in fact, the only thing you can feel is that the railroad beams themselves continue on. Just those metal beams, but you can't feel any ground moving these. Can, can I shoot a flame just to make sh down into the abyss? You can, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There we go. Um, yeah, I won't, I won't even make you flip for that, I'll just say, okay. yeah, straight up, you do... Shoot one out. Yeah, you see, you see this fireball come out of Julius's hands again he's just pressing this coin really tightly and this the green flame obviously just flits out going down and down and down and down, and down until it, it loses its energy and dissipates uh, before it makes contact with anything as it's going down you do notice that there is a bit more earth ahead but you need to hug the beams to crawl across I, I, I guess we're going to just have to tightrope walk across. <laughs> I'll give anyone a 
scrutiny check or maybe mathematics? Let's say mathematics is good for this. I'll do a scrutiny, although it's not going to go well. Just because I'm leading the group, it makes sense. Okay, uh, I'll do a mathematics check. Uh, that's a one. Mm-hmm. Twelve Ooh. on top of four, so sixteen. You deduce that if you added your flames to some wood, you would have a permanent light that would really help. That's some insane mathematics. See. I know, right? You're so it's just off damn. the wall maths. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you'd be able to see as you as you. Is there any wood left though? Is this just an abyss now where we're at, or? So it's a railroad track. So there are, there are there are uh, like wooden planks. Oh okay. I was gonna say, can I pull a sleeper out with <laughs> my awesome strength? Because it's been quite a while since this train's been in existence, and you can tell it's not exactly the easiest environment. They've had to make some replacements to the sleepers in the past. And they've just left the old ones there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just wood. They don't have. You know, there's not too much of a commodity issue with, with wood scraps, so there are every few metres you, you, you would have seen one, and every time you've lit your flame, you, you've easily seen at least one. I can't believe I didn't think of this, guys. I can't believe I didn't think of it before. I mean, I've got this coin is super active around here, and I guess I can just grab one of those pieces of wood and shoot a flame at it. <laughs> oh, it's the cold, I'll be honest. It's not making me feel think right. And then after losing, um, uh, was it was it Tom? Uh, yeah, Tom. You know that guy. Oh, such a shame, death, shameful death. But yeah, okay. I'll just grab a piece of. Wait there. Is he talking about Omen? Oh, oh, Omen. Oh, yeah, Omen. That's it. Yeah, sorry. And I'm just gonna light. I'm gonna literally grab one, like a big piece of wood that I can at least like well carry, but you know, like would make a torch. Uh, yeah. And then just. Flame it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, your green flames uh, light the end of this torch, and as they wrap around it, you can see that they turn more into that natural orange flame, just as the magic kind of dissipates from it, and the natural wood burning begins to take form. You can hold it with one hand. It's still quite a wide board, but you know you can, you can pretty comfortably hold it. As he does so, you do see ahead the, the, those two rails going off, and you can all much more easily grab hold. You can see it's probably a good thing that you did so as well, because there is actually one of the two sleepers head twisted, and if you had gone through that blind, you could have actually miscalculated and slipped. Oh, I guess you're all happy you got me! <laughs> I'm just going to reach over and snatch the torch out of Judas's hand and see. Yeah, something like that. Ah, oh, I'll make another one, just as Owain takes it, because I suppose more torches for more of us is probably a good thing, and if Owain wants to go first, Owain can go first. Sure. As the two of you do, you can see on the other side there's also a, the body of a person that's kind of kneeling down, uh, with their palms out and their eyes up, and their face seems completely frozen in final acts of terror. Is this on the tracks? Uh, this is on the other side of the tracks. Okay, with, the, with, the, so we... with the light, you, you'd be able to kind of see that far. So you wanting to move across the beams? Yeah, yeah, let's... let's I'm, I'm happy to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Lovely. I'll say it's not actually too difficult to get across. I'll give you a centering check each, but you can make a positive twist to this because, it, you know, you kind of got two of them there. You can, you can press yourselves against one and 
kind of kick against the other and it's, it's, it's very easy to move across comfortably. Yep. Okay. So centering. That is a 14. Ooh. Yep. That'll do just fine. Yeah, you, you managed to make it all the way across. Everyone else? Who is that? Uh, or you, were you next? Uh, oh, you guys wanted to go one at a time, or are you going together? And probably, I think, you know, because it's just like quite a stretch, you just see who goes. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, if you wanted to go one at a time, I'll say what happens with Owain then now. Owain, as you reach the other side of the chasm, you make a short hop to what you had hoped to be dry land. Landing, however, does not meet the same crunch as it did before. It is met with a squish. As you steady yourself over the new terrain, your hand places on a pulsating body. The makeshift torch now casts light over a mound of pinkish flesh that resembles a globular tumour. The tumour unfurls a mouth of proboscis-like appendage, now resembling the head of some kind of tooth-filled orchid, and lets out a squish. For initiative. Um, damn. Uh, gentlemen, I, we've got a bit of a problem. What are you seeing now? <laughs> Issues is what I'm seeing. Oh, here we go. I forgot to do my doctor trigger as well. I had to trigger and doctor, which was, uh, I mean, it makes no difference now. We got blown. <laughs> what, is your, what does your doctor but, uh, trigger do? Yeah. So it's tomes. Uh, lots of bandages after succeeding. If you perform first aid, make another first aid attempt on the yeah, same yeah. target. <laughs> I had so many bandages. You could have put some bandages on the man whose head then exploded. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I have this under control. It's not. <laughs> yeah, um, my bad. Uh, I've got a seven for initiative, Danny. Oh, eight, sorry. Eight. Eight. Okay. I've got a seven. I've got oh, seven. Seven. Okay. The mound takes the first move. The flesh that made contact with your open hand engulfing it. A jolt of something not dissimilar to electricity flits up your arm, and with the shock you start to hear it. The crackling of glass under your feet. Drips followed by fizzing of that corrosive ichor chewing through the wood. This thing has surfaced your memory of that fateful night in the bar. The night that set you off on the run. The night that the Burning Man shone over Liverpool. Can you please make a save against your willpower as the suppressed memory takes root at the front of your mind? Yes, I can. Uh, that is 16. 16? Yeah, no problem. So nothing seems to come from this to you. Whatever it is trying to do to you, you, you compose yourself and just go, mm, weird flesh mound. The wail that emanates from the flowering flesh is abrasive, and if you were in your right mind, you'd say it was pulsing, feeling the cells retract from its grip on your hand. It's not difficult to see the effective head of this thing twist around, the teeth that line the screeching maw sliding down into a spiral as the opening seems to focus behind you. Julius, the waves of sound start to barrage your young ears. Can you make a willpower save too, please? Oh no. Okay, there we go. Thirteen. 
Mm-hmm. Not an issue whatsoever. You guys are yeah. doing fine. I've, you know, I've, I've seen my loved one die. I'm, 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 I'm a hardened man now. You did well. You did well. <laughs> yeah. So that's its turn. Tom goes next and kind of cowers behind Sapper. He, he starts fumbling in his pockets to try and find uh, any of his poems that he knew would have some kind of magical effect that he could help out with. So Sapper. Ah, uh, okay, Sapper is gonna charge mm-hmm. so you're now gonna run across this beam yeah towards him okay so i'll need you to make a, a centering check here well this one's just not gonna have a positive clip okay centering i got plus one oh, that's a four danny that's a four as you start running uh, your feet slip from under you, and while you do manage to catch yourself, you don't make it all the way across without sliding on your bum. So you do manage to plant your feet on the other side, but you are not prone, so it will okay. take another action to stand back up. Uh, just bear with me, I think I've got something if I charge. Um, bear with me. Uh, when this character charges, de- declares a charge action, he or she may draw a twist card. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that's fine. So, so yeah, that's that's what kind of happens as you as you slide in. Yeah. And don't quite make it to the fleshy mound. Your boot does squish as it lands, so you can tell you kind of made contact with it. At cool. least you do have one action left, so you're welcome to stand up if you'd like. Oh. Uh, you, I, I would say you you you're basically in melee range. You're you're right on it. You're right next to Bowine now. Oh, so if I wanted to, I could. Yeah, yeah, I suppose if you're prone, you can attack with a disadvantage, can't you? Yeah, yeah, and my range is two on the... Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, on yeah. the hammer. Yeah, strike with a disadvantage, like that. Cool. So, uh, draw two. Two fives. Two fives, that's not bad. And your stat for that is... Five, uh, that's plus five, yeah. Probably ten. So, a ten is actually going to hit these. These are, these are pretty pretty squishy. So yeah, yeah, you make contact with it. It's not a clean shot, so it's going to be a negative on the damage as well. Okay, so uh, tomes. One of those is a tomes. After succeeding, this attack ignores armor. Okay. Yeah. So you don't you don't notice that there's much armor on this. It's, it seems to be entirely made of yeah, uh, squish. This. Yeah. Yeah. This squish. Okay. Yeah. I think that is my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it does hit, so you can go through to damage with an negative to Ooh, yeah, damage, damage as well. So, flip for damage. Oh my god. Four. Four. So, that's your minimum damage on that? That's a two. Two. Okay, yeah, so this hammer's right in. It seems to cleave this thing and it roars in pain. As it moves, you notice that the body shimmers as if it for a second disappears then reappears in the same place still clearly hit by this but it's just fading in and out of existence okay okay so we'll move around to Julia sickness am i at a range where i can still fire i'm, I'm obviously not past the rail point yet on i no you you haven't crossed the rails yet what was the range of your magic oh range five range five okay yeah i yeah. mean that that is that is yard so if we're thinking D D style that's 15 feet range actually okay could I stay back and fire at it? Yeah, you'd be able to, to hit it without flame, no problem. Do you want to make your attack? 
Hell yes. <laughs> I don't think I know any of that thing. I'm gonna really like concentrate now and just hone my like the coin's been really reactive since I've been in this portal, so I'm gonna really put a bit more oomph on it. So I'm gonna uh, one of uh Rams, but do not worry, because Julius thinks deep and thinks back to you know the amazing man he has become. And then flips the 13 of tomes. Ooh. There we go. That slams into it. That's going to be a positive twist. Positive twist. There we go. Um, he's really... The, the magic on this side, uh, it's, it's something he's not felt before. So here we go. Uh, an 11. Uh, an 11. So, ooh, so severe damage for you. Which I believe is three, isn't it? So severe. Yeah, yeah. Not, not at me, but to the monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> the load of green fire soars through the void, striking the globular tumour. The flames immediately envelop the creature, its flesh crackling as new mouths tear open from seemingly random patches of hairless skin. Its droning whines become more high-pitched, screams that echo through the tunnel. Or was it an echo? No. New screams had joined into a harmony. Additional growths bubble to the surface of the porous gravel, connecting into three more bodies of similar size. Julius, you have another action. Okay, I, I guess we just gotta make for the portal. Like, it's the potential of swarming seems to be. You don't, you don't get a feeling of that. I mean, there, oh, no, there's only, no. it's only three, three more of them, and this one went down, dropped dead. Are they are the other three in range? Or are they out in the distance? So another one rises between Owain and Sapper, and another one uh, rises around the edge of the cliff, and another one actually appears on your side. Oh, I'm gonna shoot the one on my side. Oh no! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna shoot the one next to me. I'm gonna do another okay. flat fireball. It just seems to be working right now. Yeah, that's fine. Seven, six, five. yeah, beautiful. That's gonna be a total of thirteen for you, isn't it? This one does strike it. It may have just been because you were surprised for it to pop up, but you're going to need to make this a negative twist for the damage. Negative twist, okay. Oh, nine. So, so moderate. moderate is two. Two. You were adding two burning stats to it as well. Uh, three, because there was... Yeah, on oh, yeah, yeah, two on top of the normal, so three altogether. Okay, so this one takes two damage and gets burning three. After the first few seconds of combat, the ignition of the new flesh mound around Julius suffers too heavily from the damage and once again ceases to hold form. Wherever the flames made contact, the cells seize up and become indistinguishable from the gravel to which they fall to. Those that survive the heat leap from the body, disappearing in smaller blobs resembling groups of writhing maggots that burrow into the earth. Do I notice this, Danny? You can do a notice check if you like. Twelve. Very nice. Yes, you do notice Okay, that. so fire good. So you notice that the, the contact with something about this has caused it to uh, spot. Having seen this, I'm going to just bring the torch round I robbed off Julius. Mm -hmm. Flaming torch at the one that's just reached out and touched me. Sure, absolutely. I will say that is going to be a melee. I'm a cheat out. A 13. Oh, hot damn. So an 11. That's ten. Ten. To hit. Okay, yeah. This club does strike it, and the flames do seem to be passing onto it. So uh, I'll let you go on to damage. It is just a glancing hit again. 
as you strike it, you notice the same thing happened as with Sapper, that it starts flitting in and out of existence. And while the flesh starts to burn on it, it doesn't seem to do the same thing as what happened with Julius. The skin melts almost like wax and reshapes into other globules of flesh. Five. That's small damage, isn't it? Five, that's weak damage. Yeah, yeah. So that's just going to do one because it'd be treating this as kind of an improvised club thrill. And you got another action to make? Uh, I'm going to shoot another one with my pistol. Yes, yeah, you fire off into one. Bang, bang. Really? Bang, bang, indeed, as they say. Mm-hmm. Try make that attack foot. Eight with my pistol, AV of... Uh, Zero. So that's, that's eight. So eight, I'm afraid, they they seem to mould around where the bullet would pass through. Very Looney Tunes-esque. Ah, I need to reload now anyway. That's your turn, isn't it? That is my turn. So we'll move round to the creature's turn. Everyone who is currently uh, within three inches of each of these, so that's going to be two on Sapper and one on Owain. Oh boy. We'll need to make a target number eight centering challenge. So I need to do two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just need to do, do one. Do I need to do two or one? Uh, you need one. Julius, you're fine because you managed to burn one down. Oh, phew. Okay, that's good. Uh, that is eleven. Mm-hmm. And that is a nine and a seven. Nine and a seven. The pulses that spill from the moors of these things hang in the air. A blockade that distracts you, Sapper, from your physical self. A fleshy tendril takes hold of your leg, and instantly you feel the same jolt as Owain did. The screeches seem to settle in your mind, falling into vocals. You'd heard these words before. You'd spoken them before. The eulogy was shorter than you thought you should give, as if a longer explanation of love would excuse you. The rich smells of the freshly cut petunias wave past your nose as the soft thunks of bouquets hitting the lid of their coffins drag you from the memories of the funeral. You are back in the void. The fleshy tendrils do not get the same hold as they do Sathorowine, but more and more do strike at the two of you. Can you each please make three separate willpower saves? Yeah, bye. I've got plus three. Two on these. I've got plus three. But I drew a nine and eleven and eleven. Mm-hmm. So that's that's uh, twelve, fourteen. 14. So the, you just feel these as wet, uncomfortable, clammy, almost like skin slapping at your legs and, and somehow you don't notice anything more than that. It, it, it seems like whatever damage they're trying to do here is not physical at all. As each one slaps, it, it sounds like whispers. And Sapper, if you could make your rounds, please. Uh, that's a plus three. So that is a 15, a 4, and a 7. You spy one of the tendrils rising from the flesh mound plastered on the edge of the gap behind you and instinctively throw yourself in the other direction. 
but perhaps you misjudged how slippery the amalgamated cells were, as you slip and crash your shoulder into the mound between yourself and Owain, taking one damage. Two of its pseudopods rush to make contact, attaching to your forehead and beneath your chin, the only accessible parts beneath the hood of your alpine coat. The dissonant whispers converge in your ears, the void once again filled with the ghosts of the past, smoothing over one another until they become one, one voice, but no longer was this voice your own, if only it had been your own, the voice you had not heard for twenty years, coming from your beloved. You should have been there. As the second tendril found your temple, the void became clouded. Only your memories now filled your view with images of that day. The capture of Versimilitude Winchester, the glory you had felt, until you saw them. The stillness that came from your son and wife, their clasped hands now blue, mouths agape, whispers in the wind. You could have saved us. I, I warned you. You, you did, did this. this. Their chests blossom into flowers, petals scattering across the floor, and you return to reality. Sapper's not looking good. Tom brings out the, these papers and seems to find the one that he was looking for and starts reading this script. All of you, again, feel a cold gust coming from him, which doesn't really help in the current situation. But it doesn't seem to trigger a hypothermia event just yet. Uh, but you, you do see some of the mounds of flesh start crisping, freezing, snapping, falling and shattering. It does seem to take out quite a bit of damage on a couple of them. Round two, Sapper. Sapper is not looking healthy and he has more than one tear in his eye as he raises the sledgehammer and brings it down. Mm-hmm. Make that attack. That is a 15. 15? Absolutely, that's going to hit. This is going to be a straight for the damage. This, this connects with that flash again, almost as if you're hitting some kind of like non-Newtonian fluid. It, it resists and, and toughens up and takes that brute force. Um, but again, you see this kind of shimmering of it being in and out of existence. Okay, so damage. It's a nine. Mm -hmm. So moderate. Okay. Do I get another attack? Um, you will, yeah. So what's your moderate damage on that? Oh, sorry, Danny. Um, it oh. is a four. Four? Wow, that's real good. The way that they shimmer seems to only happen when an impact forms. And as they do, it slows down how much an impact goes through. Uh, they still take quite a brunt of it, but it seems like it's only take, doing about half as much as it normally would from anything physical. Okay. But as you do bring this one down, it does kind of splurge whatever makes up this uh, this form. And, and little globules of, of meat splatter around. Yeah. So yeah, you got your second action. Okay, I go up to the next closest one and 
splat it. Hopefully. No, I do not. That's a 10. That's 10 hit. 10, 10 does hit. Okay. It's not a great hit, but it is one. That's a 10 for damage. Ooh, lovely. Uh, this one will need one more card for a negative twist. Okay. Eight of rams. Mm -hmm. Still moderate damage, so still another... Another four. Such a good weapon, that. Um, yep, so another one uh, takes another brunt of this, and again, you see the shimmering thing. Uh, this one still stays mostly together, but screams out as you do connect with it. Okay. So we are round two, actual low line. Actual low line, as opposed to actual low Secret low line. I've got another, I've got another oh my, didn't want to tell you. I'm doing this for my characters, you get others. No, I'm just going to steal all your characters. I'm just going to create whatever character you've created then, just put two at the end. <laughs> that's going to be my new character oh, creation I... method. Isn't that amazing? I love that as an idea. <laughs> What, just others? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. In that case, I'm going to uh, take an action to put my gun in my belt and just attempt to basically smash one of these things with my fist. I'll let you do that as a free action of just putting it away because you're not pulling one out or swapping weapons or anything. So yeah, just throw that fist. I uh, just like my brass knuckles just connect with this thing for 15. 15, yeah. Brill, that's going to be straight on your damage. Uh, seven. Seven, that's going to be your moderate, so whatever your middle is. That is three. Lovely, yeah. So the, this one that you're punching is the same one that Sapphire punched previously, and it does just get punched down into mush. And that seems to be the last one that was there. The broken pieces of each puddling mass tense and relax, shifting like muscles along the ground. Some rounder lumps begin rolling to meet in the middle, each previous body attracted to the last majority of consciousness, which now fuse with the rest of their co-pieces into one enlarged mass before Erwine, expressing appendages that look to be thick tentacles, each with a deep score that revealed many rows of those jagged teeth once more. A disharmony of noise spills from the denizen of the breach, whispers and wails of It is a lot weaker than it previously would have been because we've seen some of the flesh pieces have shard and those pieces don't seem to have moved into this. There, there is still quite a significant amount left. Um, okay. Yes, that looks terrifying. Oh, and you have one more action left. How far is it? It is grown on the other side of you, so no one else is... is currently in range of it and it, it seemed to have collected a, a safe enough distance so that you wouldn't be able to strike down immediately next to it but I can move in to attack it yeah, right? absolutely. I'm gonna move in basically just dropping the torch as I do and bring my left fist up to smash it uh, yeah flip that punch that's so you connect again with this flesh and you, you can see that this cutting through it. Uh, again, the, there's 
now broken pieces of it will start flashing as if going in and out of existence but it's not the whole mound at once this time um, it just seems that portions start flittering uh, so if you go to your damage flip so that's going to be a single negative two two so weak damage one damage one damage okay and then we'll move around to julius so Julius, yes. it's now it's now quite a bit further away, so you're probably going to at least need to be on the, the other side now. Rails. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you wouldn't yeah. have to get all the way across, but it's probably safest too, isn't it? No, I'm gonna just just I don't want to stand <laughs> in the middle of the abyss. So I, yeah, I'm gonna obviously I've got the other torch that I made just after Owen grabbed mine off, so I'm just gonna grab it steadily, take a deep breath, get myself ready. Come on. Nothing's on this side now, just take it slow. Let's get to the other side. Let's just focus about that. So yeah, positive <sighs> twist on your centering then. There we go. Twelve. Yeah, no problem. Uh, centering, I don't, uh, let's see if we get any bonuses. I should also check that. I'll say that's fine. Mm. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah that's um, fine. Okay. Yeah, you make it across. That's no issue at all. Uh, so okay. Because you, you were going quite slow across there, I wouldn't say that you'd get another action. No at worries. this point. Yeah. Okay. But you are completely safe and across. Uh, okay. So we'll move round to the creature's turn. Now, the whispers coming from this tower are a lot louder than they were previously. So now everyone that's on this side, can you please make a centering challenge? Okay, uh, I got 11 and minus one actually on mine. So 10 altogether, mine was. And all together? Yeah. Uh, three. I'm going to cheat out a nine. Real. That's uh, ten. Ten total. That's a six for me, Danny. A six for Sapper. So Sapper's the only one that this seems to affect. The void is no longer. As if waking from a dream, you step back into your own personal reality, arguing with Wendy. She'd figured out that the holiday in Paris was more than a vacation. The hit card pointing to your mark gave it away. The fear in her eyes as she screamed at you would last a lifetime, but you couldn't back out now. They'd be safe if they stayed here. Monsieur Duron may have had ears in the walls, but this place was off the books. They'd be safe. They'd be safe. They'd be safe. They'd be... The whispers once again disperse, and the void returns. The mound pulses and... I'll don't know the word necessarily, but it starts like rising and falling and rising and falling and just getting ready. It's like it's kneading itself. Yes, like kneading. that's the one. Yeah, it kneads itself up and down and then it collapses down. All around, spikes start shooting up of this flesh oh, no. and start raining down trying to touch your foreheads. Uh, so if everyone can make a willpower save as this barrage of them come down. Uh, that's a red joke. Oh, oh shit, I got one on top of two. It's free. I'm going to cheat in a to make it a nine. So it's a sure. nine. And that's a 12 for Wonderful. You all actually managed to dodge out the way of these raining down little tendrils that are trying to slap at your forehead at any given opportunity. This seems to have been its entire turn to be able to do this. We'll come round to Tom, who realised that it kind of caused a bit more harm than good for putting that slow on. Uh, so he's going to 
shimmy his way across to try and help out. But again, he's going quite slow in the same way that Julius did. Uh, yeah, I mean, how far off am I uh, from from this uh, this final form? Probably about four yards away. It's not it's not too far okay. from you. It is blocking a lot of the opposite path. So you, you would probably need to squeeze past it if you were to run away. Okay, yeah. That's not Carson's style. Carson, with, uh, with more tears in his eyes, thinking to himself, Oh, Wendy, I, I'm coming home. He swings again. Uh, that is a... What, what's that, 17 to hit? Yeah, it is. My days. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely a straight flip through. That is well earned. Damn. So I got a one currently. I'm going to cheat that out. Seven. So moderate damage. Yeah, so that's a four. As you bring the hammer through, you, you manage to punch a hole directly through this mound, and you hear like the the whines of it. And you still got an action left. Okay, I'm going to swing again. God. Yeah, I've got nothing better to cheat that out with, so that is eight, yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid that doesn't yeah. quite hit the... It must, it must be that you're kind of swinging round and it moves the hole that you've made to the where your hammer swings through. Yeah, I think that is my turn. Owain is going to just with a roar bring a good old one-two mm-hmm. fist punch first one's going to be just just screams uh, from his throat of just frustration and anger his failure to save those he loved so first that's a an 11 mm-hmm. yep 11 connects it's another glancing hit on the globule tumours so it'll be a negative twist on the damage but I mean it's, it's not looking super healthy after what Seth has put it through that's Black Joker ah oh, dang yeah you, you do connect but you feel <laughs> your hands sinking deeper and deeper into it and your next punch will essentially have to try and break you free okay that's an 8 an 8 um is I'm afraid just shy. Bring the other punch in and you start pounding on its flesh, but you don't seem to be doing anything to it really. The most you can do is slip your other hand free. Okay, so I have to get my uh, fist out. As it were. Yes, yeah, yeah. I only gave you because you're literally like one off. <laughs> so we'll be round two, Julius. Oh yeah, looking good. Let's do this. This time. So I'm on the other side. Uh, what am I seeing right now of all this chaos that is going on? So You've seen the rise of the mound in front of you. And and is no one, is, is anyone in the way? Am I, is anyone too close? It's so big that you would be fine. Okay, that's fine. I'm just scared of any friendly fire. You could aim it to a degree where it wouldn't hit anyone. If you just aimed up, really, you'd be able to tackle <sighs> it. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take two stacks. Focus on this coin. Here we go. An AP of plus three. Don't worry. I'm going to cheat in a six. Okay. 
<laughs> Why do I always get low cards? Oh, <laughs> Wayne has got two red jokers. <laughs> I mean, he got the black Banter, joker, so I'm not. I mean, you, no, you you actually started the game getting the the most really high ones. You you've had the most high ones out of everyone except for Zapper actually. That goes off. It's not a particularly strong hit. You do manage to connect with it, and the flame does wrap around with its mouth, and it seems where it breathes out, it seems to catch and ignite that flame around its form. So if you want to flip for your damage. There we go. Uh, let's go. An eight. So two. So two damage, and that's going to apply two burning, isn't it? Yes. And a free burning altogether. The flames engulf the writhing mass and the whispers become disjointed, harmonies breaking up into a cacophony of noise. Feedback. Burning chunks drop in buzzing masses, spilling over the ground. Quine and Julius, can you please make a centering check? Okay. <laughs> oh shit. I'm Free. sorry! 13, so that's 14. How does the Wayne get like these high? Wayne! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something just are good at game. Uh, my centering is minus one, so I'm on two. You're on two. Okay, so just Julius then. You you hear the whispers through the screens, and you, you hear them form the words of your father. Kill them. Protect us, my son. Keep yourself from the temptations of magic. God knows you're susceptible. But it, it doesn't seem to cloud your vision like it seems to be Ah. Sapper, your previous encounters with the Mountain of Meat have taken their toll. While the others seem able to resist the whales, your battered mind is unable to offer anything in defence of the growing static. You desperately clasp your hands to your ears, turn to run, but are forced down. Static getting louder and louder, and your knees hit the grassy hilltop. It was perhaps your fourth date, by far your favourite. The Lake District held many beautiful sights, but none held a candle to Wendy. She'd planned a picnic for the two of you, and every morsel was heavenly. Nothing too extravagant, sandwiches and the like. But as she pushed the curls of her hair from her face, you couldn't be more in love. She uncovered the final surprise. A simple pie. Blackberry and apple, if you remember correctly. Fate held your hand back like a ribbon tugging the fork away, screaming for you to stop. As the hunter watches you swallow the maggots. Make a willpower save. There I got a plus three. That's a five, Danny. That's a five! <laughs> As you bite down, you taste nothing of the blackberries. Nothing of the apples. Wendy's grin spreads wider and wider beyond the boundaries of her skull. Until the grin stretched out beyond your frame of view. And still you ate. The pieces of the creature wriggling down your throat. You watch as Wendy opens her maw, 
spilling more of the worms before a blast of pain from Owen's fist snaps you back to reality. You've been shoveling pieces of this creature down your throat. Sapper. Do we all see this? Yeah, you, well, you all see that he is just collecting the, the pieces of flesh and just guzzling them. Sapper, what are you doing? What are you doing? Sapper, oh, oh, oh. snap out of it. Oh my. No, what? Why are you eating the creature? It was pie. I was eating pie. It's not pie. It's uh, some weird... What did it do? What? What? What did, what did you see? I, 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 I do not want to talk about this. These are, are memories that I had long since forgotten. Gen- gentlemen, please, I, 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 I would just as soon not discuss this. The garden memories? Oh, was it a job before that? Julius, now it's time to be quiet. It's important to know. People's lives aren't defined by their jobs. They have life outside of work. I think Sapper prefers not to talk about his. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Tom comes over and just puts his hand on your shoulder. It's okay. Go on. Oh, that boy. He's old before his age. Ah. Uh, let's, let's move on. The death throes of the flesh mound deliver harrowing screams of the past to all who hear it. The flames sizzling the last of the rising maggots into desperation to avoid being burnt to a crisp altogether. The remaining path was short and without further issue until the colourless rainbow stood before them. Sapper looked down at his hands, older than he remembered scarred and wrinkled with time. The past was past, but he accepted that some things need to be remembered, and something wriggling inside of him, whispering in his gut, would suggest that he wouldn't have any other choice. His eyes met with that of Owine, whose hand was placed on Thomas's shoulder, and together they stood with the older boy Julius and gazed into the storm of energy before them. They had weathered a maelstrom of gunfire, narrowly avoided a titan's wrath, and survived a journey that hadn't been completed by the likes of men in over a decade. Surely this next step would hold no more terror, no more harrow. Though of course, Sapper chuckled to himself, bad things happen. Together, the two men and two teenagers took their first staggering steps into the world new, the world of Malifaux. Well, there we have it, the end of season one. I'd just love to take a moment and share my thanks for the team behind this and every episode of the show. Firstly, to Dawson Music for providing our fantastic themes and soundtrack, and to the Fated, Matt, Nate and Jed, have been exceptional players throughout and I'm really glad we decided to create this show together. And finally, a huge, huge thank you to all of you who've been listening along. I mean, we just run this in our spare time, but every comment we've had about the show has had us all basically completely overjoyed. 
We'll be taking a short break between now and season two to catch up on editing and session planning. I'm a bit of a one-man band for these parts, but rest assured we will return. Next series sees Owine enter the ring in a high-stakes boxing match. Sapa makes a commitment to return to his previous skill set, and Julius learns the harsh realities of being a sorcerer in a guild-led city. Until we meet again, stay safe, listeners, for the path ahead is filled with treachery. <laughs> <laughs>